what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. From the early days of long-term contracts and counting minutes to today's data-filled packages, cell phone services may have evolved, but continue to be an essential part of our lives. With cell phone companies vying for your business with countless promotions, the brothers are here to break down the must-haves and deal-breakers when searching for your next cell phone service. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on TheMesh.TV. I'm Alan Jackson. With me, Brian Jackson, my brother in tech, my consistent partner on this show. Really, you and I have been on each show, each episode together. There hasn't been an episode where you and I, like, yeah, went I, off and went off and talked to somebody else without the other one knowing, and then you know, uh, had to try to keep it a secret from each other and release an episode that we weren't involved with. Well, that hasn't well, happened, we right? Well, we haven't published them if they have. So you know, I may have, I may or may not have a you know a, a treasure of episodes mm. that I plan to put out uh, eventually. Mm. Um, I, but no, I have not published anything that was without you. So I may have recorded some as well. <laughs> and I'm just keeping them in my back pocket for the minute that this show just completely starts to go off the rails, just really <laughs> jumps the shark. And I say, you know what? It's time to release the secret episodes that I feel like will get us back on track. So that'll be it. Uh, no, no. I uh, I think we're we're kind of... I mean, when we when we named it Brothers in Tech, we kind of locked ourselves in, didn't we? That's I mean, we really should have thought through that. I mean, That's unless we're doing a spinoff, is there going to be a spinoff of like you know, everybody's brother, doing brother going wild or something? I don't know. What, I, I mean, think what, uh, what, everybody's doing spinoffs. We probably need to explore that at some point. So, <laughs> well, this is our okay. So, all all bantering aside, this is our our show where we talk about technology, but mainly from a home, family, personal use standpoint. Uh, we like to talk, take a different slice of technology to talk about each time we get together, but things that affect everybody, th- things that affect everyday people. We're not getting into high-end corporate tech. We're not talking enterprise-level technology. We're not getting deep into programming or any of that. We're talking about really what you as an individual or family or, uh, are going to find yourself using. And the reason we Alan, started we're a, we're a podcast of the people. Is what podcast of the people. Podcast for the people. people. Tech yep. for the people is what it is. Yep. And you know, we started this this show. I guess it's been a while since we reminded everybody kind of why we're doing this. But uh, Brian, you and I, obviously, we're part of a family. We have other <laughs> family members and uh, extended family. There's a lot of people, even people that maybe not blood related, but kind of consider themselves our family. And uh, we get a lot of phone calls. We get a lot of inquiries on how to fix things, how to uh, make things work technology wise. And uh, we just, we figured we're just being a resource for, for those of you out there, they're in the same boat we are. And, um, or maybe you're somebody that's been doing all the phone calling and you're just, uh, you're ready you to start trying to start learning this. You're, you're starting ready to start learning the stuff yourself. And we're here to help yep. you on that. So yep. that's yep. what we do here on brothers in tech. Now, Brian, we've talked about some incredibly exciting topics over the past <laughs> couple of years. 
Um, we've, I mean, like, we've got, we've gotten into really some, some fun stuff like new, like new gadgets and devices. We've gotten into talking about, uh, you know, uh, video and photo and creating mm-hmm. things and all exciting. Um, yes. so I figured let's, let's change it up a little bit. this week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should because the one episode that you got incredibly excited about in the last two years that we've been doing this was backup, right? Backup strategies. And I knew right then and there that we were going to balance each other out. And so now we're swinging to your world here. Tell me, tell me what the exciting world that we're going to jump into this week. We're going to, we're talking about mobile or cellular phone service. So yes, that's still a thing. That is still a thing that we all use. And, you know, it's, it's the reason we all got mobile phones in the first place is to make use of cellular data, cellular phone service, be able to talk on the, on a mobile phone that's not tethered to a landline. And that's what is still underlying most of our mobile phones today is most all mobile phones are still having some form of a cellular data plan um, to work with. Now, there are some people out there, you may be one of the listeners, where you have a phone and you don't have a data plan on it. You're using it only for Wi-Fi or wireless or, or, or other kind of networks you're a part of. And that's fine, but I think the vast majority of people still have a data cellular plan. And so what we're going to do is talk about the state of cell phone service these days and talk about uh, some of the things that are now features that people need to consider or options when they're looking to either start a new cell phone plan or maybe probably more likely uh, change from one uh, cell phone plan vendor to another. What are some things to look at in doing that? And uh, and we'll talk about some of the new advances in the cell phone marketplace as well that kind of make yep. it uh, an interesting field. I think there's some things we're going to talk about later that are really going to help us see what is possible with cellular data and mobile phone usage in the future, I think. Um, so let's get into it, Brian. This, this, this. So basically, what you're saying is this is going to be a riveting episode that you know, you're actually, not going to want as, to miss, right? As I just set it up, I actually think it might be now. I, now that I've, I've excited. added, I've added the right level of energy to it, so I think maybe yeah. it's going to be a good episode after all. And and I think I better go ahead and remind people that, and they probably already know if they've listened to the show before that, even though I'm digging on you about uh, you know the topic being not that exciting and all of that. Everybody knows I came up with this topic as I do every topic and that I do the background research of the topic. So it really, it was my topic. So if it truly is exciting, right, we kind of know why, right? So So you're in a good spot. If it's exciting, then, then people are going to say, Oh, that Brian, he knows how to pick those topics. (laughs) And, uh, if, if it's really bad, they're probably going to blame it on my poor delivery of the content and not having done my research on it beforehand. I would so, certainly hope so. So, well, let's, yeah. so I feel good about it. Let's, let's move forward with that, right. that premise. Yeah, like let's it. talk cell phone service. Let's talk <laughs> data, uh, mobile cellular service. So, Brian, um, awesome. let, let's give a little, little quick history, uh, just very, okay. very briefly. You know, we've been using mobile phones with with cellular plans for gosh, how long now? I had my first mobile phone uh, with an actual cell phone plan on it when I was out of out of college. So I guess that would have been you were out of college, ninety four, okay. ninety five. I think I remember okay. it was a really really old cell phone. 
Maybe. Well, no, maybe let me, a little later. It was I, no, maybe, I'm, I'm thinking earlier. Well, I don't know about us, right? But let's talk about our family. Do you remember the first one we had in our family was oh, yeah. the bag phone. The bag phone. The bag phone that and, dad had in his car to be able to do business. And that yeah. had to be... That had to be high school time for me. That was um, yeah. 80, that was 90, 91. Okay. Because I remember because uh, I drove off to college uh, my, my freshman year and my father on one of my first trips up there, let me take the bag phone because again, if there was a problem or any of that, he wanted me to be able to call from the road. I just remember being scared to death of the bag phone because I think it was like $28 a minute or something. I mean, yeah, it was, like, it was, yeah. it was yep. insane. I was yep. scared to use it. I was basically threatened that you don't touch this phone unless there's an absolute <laughs> emergency. Unless you are dying on the side of the road. That's the only time you touch this phone. <laughs> and it's like, it was truly in a big bag. And that's what I put in my car. But that was about 91. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's what yep. made me thinking. I think maybe in the mid 90s, is when we really started to see cell phones like starting to be usable yep. uh, for, for, yep. for regular, you know, everyday people. And, and um, to the flip phones and all of those, mm-hmm. that's, that's about yeah. that. Yeah. Mid to late 90s. So we're, yeah. we're dealing with uh, probably 25 years of yep. mobile phones going yep. on right now. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of carriers or providers of people providing service over that time. Um, a lot of different players, a lot of different companies, but the important thing to know now, as of today, 2021, you're down to three major national carriers that provide mobile phone service across the country, United States. Yep. You've got Verizon, you've got T-Mobile, and you've got AT&T. Uh, Sprint was one of those for like a fourth one, but it was acquired by T-Mobile last year. So yep. Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. Um, that's the three. Now, you may be listening saying, well, I know of some other providers that do cell phone service. We're going to get to those later. Yes, there are some other companies, but understand these are the three that are actually providing mobile phone service across the country. I mean, they're right the three now. with the towers, right? They yeah. have their own towers, correct? You yeah. see big towers anywhere. It's one of these three's companies that they yeah. that they manage and own. So when you're getting data, it's eventually routing through or getting cell phone service, eventually routing through one of these three networks. Right. Yep. yep. Okay. So yep. that's the important to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're considered MNOs, which is mobile network operators. So if you hear the term MNO, it's one of these three. That's what these three are. It's mobile network operators that basically control all the cell phone signal usage we've got in the country right now. All right. So Brian, if someone was, uh, you know, saying, okay, look, I'm, I'm with, Verizon, and I want to maybe consider changing to another plan, or, or let's say um, you've got a uh, a child who's just now old enough to uh, to have a cell phone, and you're pretty yep. open on ideas <clears throat> of where they could get their data plan or cell phone plan from. What are some things they ought to start considering or looking at? What are let's go through some of the things that are criteria for choosing and understanding how to select uh, cellular plans these days. Yeah, so I think that's an yeah that's an interesting premise. So there seems to be. Uh, I mean, if we start, if we start back since the, since the dawn of the cell phone, mm-hmm. right. The thing that I think everybody has seen before is the coverage map, right? I mean, I think to me, to me, if we start at the beginning, coverage was the thing that everyone promoted, right? Yes, hey, we absolutely. have a better coverage in mm-hmm. your particular area than someone else. And everybody has seen those maps where you can pull up and say, 
show me, you know, Verizon and show me AT&T and I want to see which one actually covers my area uh, more effectively or all the places that I go, right? Mm-hmm. So coverage maps, uh, I think, were always the uh, kind of the initial decision, this deciding factor. It's like, okay. And I remember maybe 10 years ago, Alan, I remember when I moved out this way, that was, you know, 20, almost 20 years ago, but about 10 years ago, we were switching back um, on our different services. And I remember reaching out to you saying, Hey, have you looked at this service? And that's when we were starting to go with T-Mobile and you were like, Oh no, listen, they're, you know, they don't cover very well here at all, right? The coverage was not very good where you are and where you are. It was AT&T, it was Sprint, right? And then, so at that point, it really was an issue of each one had a location of the country that they were able to hit and say, we have better coverage than everybody else. Yeah, I think that started to go away a little bit, or at least started to minimize to being a distinguishing factor. Is that your yeah, as I mean, well. well, I think you have to kind of rely on what we see with the marketing of these three companies. Less and less of the marketing is about coverage nowadays because I think yep. it's pretty much to the point where all three of these, I mean, they've consolidated so much and these three are such big players now. They've got coverage across the United States. Now, that's not okay. to say that if I go drive out somewhere out of out of the city, uh, out into a more rural area, that I can't say at that point that all three are going to give me good coverage. There's going to be some hit or miss right. between the three. But I think in generally speaking, especially if you live in a in a city or a fairly decent sized town or municipality, you're going to have options between these three. You and know, I don't think coverage all three. I don't right. think coverage is really as much of the deciding factor as it used to be. Now, that being said, you know, if you're before you jump into a whole nother cell phone plan, you you probably want to do some testing or read up and make sure that you yeah. are going to get coverage where you live or where you work, because that could be a problem if you change companies and all of a sudden yeah. you, you don't have coverage. But uh, I think it's well, less of a, it's less of a concern or issue than it absolutely was years ago. Yep. No, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, and I, and I have looked at cell phone companies recently to just see whether or not I'm, you know, should be switching to someone else and coverage maps were not that big of an issue. Now I will say that the one challenge is you've got to look at coverage maps regarding type of signal. And that's something that has changed over time, which is, you know, before it was like, Hey, if it was painted, it means you were going to get cell phone signal. Now it's, if it's painted, you can make calls, but you need to also look at, okay, how strong is it? Am I getting LTE? Am I getting 4G? Am I getting this? Because there's a difference between being able to make a call and being able to get data. Yeah, and so right. I think that's the other piece, right, that you need to look at. If you're going to look at a coverage map, don't just look to see if I'm painted in that area. Look to see, am I painted? And in the areas I want to use data, am I going to have a good data signal? Because that's a different yeah. level of signal. So It is. That's important to note because I, I have actually been to a place, I don't remember where it was, but recently, uh, or at least in the last year, where I remember being somewhere where I could place phone calls. The data was, mm-hmm. or the, the signal was strong enough to do phone calls, but I couldn't do anything online on my phone because the data right. was not there. So you just had that basic threshold of, this is just enough in uh, connectivity. You've got to make a phone call, but not more than that. So you're right. You can't right. get fooled by the map and just looking at the shading on the map. You know, obviously you're going to want to have a cell phone plan that also allows you to have access to data pretty reliably yeah. and at a good speed that you're comfortable with, which we'll talk about here in a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, coverage is still kind of your first threshold. You got to get past 
but I'm 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 pretty confident in saying that I think it's the rare situation where yeah. you're not going to find options between these three somewhere you live. Yeah. Um, I think that the next one, Alan, and we've mentioned it several times already, is the word data. I mean, to me, I think that's become the the key factor is am I using my phone for data, which I think we all are, right? If you're sending a text message that that has an image in it, it's data, right? It's data. We tend to use a a version of data. So data usage and data caps, right? Are you going with a cell phone uh, company or service plan that says you only get a certain amount of data per month or are you getting unlimited? Uh, What's the cost of each one of them? You know, what's the type of data that you're able to get? So to me, that's that's kind of that next tier of question. If I'm looking at deciding factor, we've decided coverage maybe doesn't matter. Maybe I'm in a city. It doesn't matter. I can go with either three of these and I'll get coverage. Mm-hmm. Next one's going to be data, right? Yeah. Um, because data is, is become our thing. I don't, I, Alan, how many, how many calls do you make a month from your cell phone? Actual physical calls. I mean, uh, maybe, you, maybe 10. You, Okay, I would say I mean, about the same. I could probably look at my call log and see maybe maybe, maybe 10, ten to fifteen maybe a 15. month. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends. I, mean, I got some other. Sometimes there's projects going on where I've, I do have to make some phone calls, but that's more work, very specific things. On a general usage, yeah, maybe maybe yeah. a dozen a month, if that. Um, so yeah, phone calls are not. <laughs> that's the thing. I, I I'm so close to the point of saying, do I need, you know. Is there a way to get to a point where I don't need a actual cell phone uh, right. signal and I could do everything off of Wi-Fi, hotspots, and other things? And again, we'll talk about those options a little bit later. But I still, you know, you still got to have the cell phone plan in there. But the right. data, I think, let's make sure everybody understands when they talk about data. Like you said, when you send a text message with an image, it, that is using data. I, I've I have talked to somebody before who said, "Oh, well, you know, I don't I don't really use any data on my phone." And I've had to ask them and say, do you visit websites? Yes. Do you send emails? Yes. Do you uh, send images on a text message? Yeah. Okay. Well, all of that's using data. So yeah. just yeah. don't think that data is like streaming uh, television or downloading things off the internet. It's, right. it's anytime you're accessing something on the internet or sending or receiving something uh, that's beyond just a basic text message or a phone call you are using data. So correct. Yeah. 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 So, and I think that, and all of us are recognizing that we use more and more and more data uh, every month, right? Every month. I mean, I think our data plans go, our data usage goes up. And the reason the being, and I want to remind people of this is that if let's, let's just, let's just say there's a weird world, Alan, where all I do is go to one particular website. And that's the only thing that I ever go to. Maybe I have a, a news website. And that's the only thing that I'll use my cell phone for is that news website. But I go to that news website several times a day, right? If I went to the same, same news site every day for the same amount of time, every month that data usage would go up because the images that are being used on that website continue to be updated with higher quality images. Yep. The video that comes up on that website is going to be a higher quality video. So therefore I'm seeing the same information, but a higher quality, meaning I have yep. to download more data for each one of them. So it's true. It's a good point. I think that even though someone says, Hey, all I do is check the news. Well, the news is now including video and images and higher quality of everything. So your data is going to continue to go up. So 
Personally, I've always taken the approach as I want unlimited data because I do not want to deal with data. I do not want to deal with data caps. I don't want to deal with running out of data. Explain this, explain what about, data yeah, okay. let's explain what yeah. data caps are just before we get too far into that. Yeah, yeah. so let, well, let's let's just say, Alan. So, Alan, if if you were going to go to, if you wanted to switch uh, mobile providers, you wanted to go to T-Mobile, mm-hmm. right? Well, they probably have a version of well, here's the unlimited plan, and then here's the 10 gig a month plan, and here's yeah. the five gig a month plan, and that just means you are capped out at that much data that you could pull in per billing cycle. And if you get to that point, now this is where some of the some of the uh, services differ, uh, and I think it's also important for people to realize. So if if they say you get a ten gigabyte uh, a data cap, you need to ask the question of is it a true hard cap, or mm-hmm. is it a cap at a certain speed? And a lot of them, which is really nice, is they'll say, well, you know let's say five gigabytes, you've got five gigabytes. And once you hit five gigabytes, and let's say you have a week left of your data plan, we're just going to throttle everything down. And we're going to make you not get the LTE speed, speed, but we're going to give you the 3G speed, which means it's really slow, but we don't want you getting stuck out in the middle of nowhere, not being able to get a map, right? So that's kind of nice. I think that's kind of the standard now. I I don't know of any plans where there's a hard limit anymore where they say, yep, you're done. You cannot access the internet anymore. Right. It's so cheap and easy for these companies to say, we're just going to drop you down to that 3G level, which uses the lowest yep. amount of bandwidth on our network. You still got connections. You can still get your emails. You can still you know, get a photo here and there, but it's just going to take a lot longer to do those things a lot slower. Yep. So that's just, yep. that's throttling. That's what they're going to do to kind of keep your data usage in check. Now, yep. of course, as you would imagine, going with an unlimited data plan is typically the most costly option to go with. Um, but that's where you really have to kind of make your own evaluation. I had to do that evaluation years ago. I said, look, I'm to the point now where I realize how much data I use. Yeah. I can't find any value in any plan that's going to, that basically is going to start throttling me, you know, a week or two into the month. <laughs> so I just can't do it. So I had to go with unlimited bite the bullet. It was yeah. more expensive, but now that I'm on that point, I'm, it's, it's very relaxing. Yeah, it's sure. very stress-free <laughs> to not have to be thinking yep. about, oh, do I really want to stream this TV show on my phone right now? Before you had to say, okay, well, I shouldn't do that because that's just going to eat up all my Because I only have a certain amount of data. data yep. Yeah. Yep. Now and, it is and a nice Alan, freedom to not have to think about it. And people like yourself who've been on family plans before, you know, I've talked with friends of mine who have kids and everything that say, yeah, uh, yeah we have to have the discussion constantly of, you know, the, you know, my son yeah. goes up in the middle of the night and, and starts a movie and le- lets it run on Netflix, which starts yes. the next movie and the next movie and the next movie. And he's asleep yeah. and we just wasted all of our data in one night. So I think that that's where it becomes a real challenge, right? It's kind of wrangling in all the shared data plans that might be together or the shared data lines, right? Hey, Brian, can I ask you something? Let's do something uh, kind of fun here. Well, um I want you to more, want, more fun than cell service. Come on now. This, oh, yeah, this no, we're, getting, is, we're getting, is, we're jacking it up here. I love it. This is uh this is going to be fun. Um, I'm curious how much cellular data you have used oh. in this current period oh. now. Okay. Uh, I, cause I want to compare, I want to see okay. like where we stand and I, I'm curious too. I don't know if our, our cycles are on the same time frame. So we, we may not be comparing apples to orange or, or apples to apples here. 
Um, mm. I don't know. Um, well, I'll tell, I'll go ahead and tell you, I am, I am halfway through my cell, uh, service right now. Okay. I think mine, mine ends on the 24th of October. Wait, anyway, mine, mine ends in two weeks. You're so I'm, halfway. I'm halfway through. I don't know where I am. Mine, unfortunately, does not tell me my AT&T plan. Okay, well, on, this game's not going to be that fun. If it you doesn't tell me. Out, so uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of curious. What is your, what is your, for the halfway well, through the period, what is it? So halfway through the period, and I am, uh, this is me individually, is mm-hmm. three three gigs. Three gigs? So I've used th- really? three gigabytes halfway through my period. So that's mm-hmm. a, that's on average, I'm looking at six, I guess, five or six. Where, where six. are you <laughs> Six gigabytes? Oh, really? Yeah, I want to know where where are we at. I want to hear. Please tell me. Um, my current period on cellular data: two hundred and twenty-four gigs. <laughs> Wait, how many? How many people are you? Are you? Do you have our entire extended family on your plan, or what is it? Two hundred and twenty-four gigs. Now I don't know. It doesn't tell me if that's just me personally, or if that's <laughs> yeah, God, I hope not. I mean, are you? Do you like just pull up Netflix and let it run twenty four hours a day and just go? Well, what, what do you? Do? I mean, podcasting alone was twenty four gigabytes. Um, so, <laughs> no, I know what it. Wow. I know what it brought. I know what it was. Is I did a resync of my photo library and some other things to the iCloud, and that put up like almost ninety gigabytes at mm-hmm. one time. So, okay. Anyway, there's reasons for it, but yeah, I I, I figured there might. I, I figured we'd be closer, but. Uh, I, yeah. I did not expect that big a discrepancy. Okay, well, let me just tell you this because I have recently gone back to, and and maybe this will lead us into our next uh, uh, yeah. idea that we wanted to bring forward, which is you should be aware of your data usage. If you if you were thinking of uh, jumping ship and going to another um, another cell phone service, one of the things I would strongly recommend is if you're on an iPhone, sure you could look up in the the uh, uh, the settings uh, app, you can look in cellular and you can get an idea of what am I using per this data plan. But ideally, let's say, so I'm with T-Mobile. I have a T-Mobile app where I can go and look at my account and it actually gives me the history and I can look at the last three or four months and see what was the data usage for my phone and what was the data usage for my wife's phone because those are the only Mm -hmm. two phones on our plan. Um, Because... You may be surprised. I mean, for me, I was actually pleasantly surprised because I'll tend to I'll tend to use you know YouTube TV or something like that. Even when I'm in the car, I think we've talked about this before, Alan. I really wish YouTube TV would come up with an audio only. I do that because I'll listen to a game as I'm you know driving home or something. So I know that's pulling quite a bit of data. Yeah. Um, but you know, looking back, I don't think I've ever gone higher than about eight gigabytes a month. Um, so I look at it and say, well, wait a minute, if someone else, rather than doing unlimited data, if I found a plan that was capped at 10, I mean, that should be fine for me, right? If I've not bothered, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, trimming down my data. Sure. So do go and look at your, you know, your history, your data usage, because you may be surprised. You may be someone who doesn't use it at all for streaming. And if so, you may find you're only at one or two gigabytes of data a month and you say, wow, I could save a lot of money by not going with an unlimited plan. Now, personally, I love the unlimited plans, as you mentioned, stress-free, but uh, I think we're realizing now there's a lot of options out there for capped data where you might be able to save a lot of money. And if it's not going to throttle you because you're never going to hit that cap because of the way you use your phone, then 
maybe that's a good thing. So, yeah. uh, so no, I don't tend to use my data plans or not uh, as now here's the other thing, Alan, and I, and I just want to, uh, even though I said earlier, I always recommend people and probably over the last 10 years, anytime I've talked to someone about a cell phone in you just as brothers in tech as we do, right? Where the people keep the person that people come from in our family that say, Hey, should I get this plan or this plan? Should I do this or this? Should I get this phone or this phone? I'm almost always saying, get unlimited data. You will thank me later. Get unlimited data yeah. if you can do it. I'm also thinking that this potentially may change in the next couple of years to where we realize the more Wi-Fi is available, the more I'm sitting at home, the more I'm sitting yeah. at work. And in between, I'm not doing that much. Everything I'm doing is on Wi-Fi, which means I'm not using my data. So that's the other thing people got to remember. If you're on Wi-Fi and if you get Wi-Fi enabled on your phone, when you're at work and you're on Wi-Fi, you're at home and you're on Wi-Fi, you're not using your data. So if yeah. those are the times you're using it, you know what? You may not be using that much data, cellular data at all. That's so, true. you know, I, I think no, I think as the Wi-Fi increases, as we get to more places, I go to the mall and it's got Wi-Fi. I go to you know, a restaurant and it's got Wi-Fi. If I got Wi-Fi, all the places I'm going, then potentially I need less and less data as time goes on. So it's possible to reverse. Yeah, no, it it is. We're seeing Wi-Fi proliferate more and more places. I mean, basically most, most restaurants you go to now have Wi-Fi. Most places of business have Wi-Fi. So you're right. When you're on that Wi-Fi network, you're not using data. So there could be a point here in the future where you have the most minimal data plan for your cell phone because you're just comfortable that you've got wireless uh, Wi-Fi connectivity everywhere you need to be on the most most times. Um, so a little up, update to my data usage numbers. Um, <laughs> Are you going to try were, to make those, us feel a little bit better about your no, data? Those do, did appear to be somewhat exaggerated um, okay. <laughs> because I did actually go directly to my AT&T account while we were talking, while you were talking about something I'm sure that was fascinating. And it was, um, it was. I uh, looked in. Okay, so I am halfway through my data period as well. Okay, and I'm at 23 gigabytes. So better than the 230 that my iPhone was reporting on cellular mm-hmm. data. Okay, uh, but still, I'm tracking about 40 to 45 gigabytes wow. a month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I win. So, I win. Yeah, you, you do win. You do win or lose. I don't know which way we're looking at it. But um, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I, mean, for that, the, the, I was going to say the fact that we both have unlimited, then I guess you are winning, right? You're taking yeah. advantage of your. I am your, getting uh, the most value action. for my unlimited plan right now. Yeah. So. And I have to All say, right. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little amazed though, right? That you use that much data off of Wi-Fi. And I'm wondering, like, do you do you purposely not use Wi-Fi certain places because maybe your cell phone is faster on a cellular signal? Yeah, you, you know what? To- there's a lot of times I've traveled and uh, hotel Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi tends to be okay. about the worst. Yeah, uh, where I will actually use my cell phone uh, hotspot right. instead of the Wi-Fi because it's just faster and better. Okay. Um, yeah, I think so yeah, for my situation, I'm I'm home or at work. Those are the only two yeah. places I spend ninety percent of my time, and you travel more. So anyway, that makes I sense. Am, I am okay. Well, let's well let's move along. So we we've talked about coverage. We talked about data. I think those are the two biggies, right? Well, I should say there's a third biggie, which is always the reason you tend yeah. to look at these is price. Price. Right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I don't think we need to talk a lot about price because, well, price depends on all these other things we're talking about, but certainly that's a factor. But I think there's one piece, and I don't know if you want to speak to this, Alan, but the idea of 
contracts. That used to be a really, really yeah. big issue. It, it is. Well, first off, let me say, I don't think you're going to find a lot of dis- discrepancy between the three major uh, providers we're talking about. Everything that they do that really makes price more sensitive all comes down to promotions or uh, discounted rates if you sign a contract. If you get down to it and you're not in a promotional period, you're not starting a new plan, you're you're back to the regular rates they're charging, there's not a lot of difference between the prices on, on these three major companies. It's really going to be they're going to rope you in with some great promotions on that first year yeah. or first 18 months or something like that to make it really appealing. Now, you mentioned about contracts or pay as you go. And yeah, that's... um. That is kind of going back to your point about, you know, how much do we really need cell phone data in the future? Um, the idea of locking into a long-term contract may not be attractive yeah. to people um, yep. for that reason. So you do have kind of pay-as-you-go plans where you can kind of do month-to-month. Uh, um, with that, I mean, you're going to pay a little more per, for, you know, for the features you want, but at least you're not locked into a contract. If, uh, if you're in any way feeling like in the next one, two, or three years, that um, something could change, you know, either your needs for cell phone data are going to diminish or you may be looking at, you know, upgrading to new phones and new types of service. So just be mindful of contracts and know there are some pay as you go options, but they're generally not going to be your best financial options. It's more for flexibility of not getting locked down to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've noticed as I've looked around services, contracts are becoming less of an issue. A lot of them are not doing contracts. What they're doing though, is they're, which is kind of tricky, is they're saying you can get this phone, this brand new phone, and the phone gets paid off over 18 months or whatever. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, if you were to back out of this, you actually owe a big amount of money on that phone. And if you take it somewhere else, they're not necessarily going to pay it off. You're not necessarily going to get, so they're really locking you in with phone payments now because everybody's switching up new Mm -hmm. phones. I don't see a ton of contracts regarding service anymore. I see a lot of you, you know, to get this promotion, you can do this and it's going to pay over this amount of time. So, uh, so maybe contracts are not big as much of an issue, but the, the new ones we mentioned in just a little while, certainly pay as you go is an option and it's a complete change of approach. Um, so, Alan, we talked about this one a little bit already, but I, I know you have something to add here. Uh, surprise, surprise! Um, mm-hmm. About signal type, right? Yeah. We talked about we talked about cellular coverage and things like that, and about hey, are you going to be on three G or four G or LTE? Yeah. And I know there's a new one now out that everybody's been hearing about of this idea of five G, right? Yeah. So, can you tell us well, a little bit? Should we care about this and why? And you should, but you need to be cautious and understanding too. So I get this question a lot. You know, okay, I see I've got 4G lit up on my phone whenever I'm connected. Now I'm seeing LTE. What is that? Is that better or faster than 4G? What is that? Now I'm seeing 5G. Oh my gosh, 5G. I must be at the fastest level I can get. Those are different signal strength, you know, data speeds that you have. Uh, they're rolling out new frequencies, new bandwidth options for these uh, cell phone towers. And you know, we started out with, I don't remember what was before 3G, Brian. Do you remember what it was called before 3G? It was just, what was that G- called? G? Um, just G? That's a great yeah. question. So 3G is, oh, I thought edge. 3G was the- Remember Edge? Oh, Edge. Oh, there was right. Edge and then there was 3G, yeah. then 4G, 
Then they went to LTE. So LTE is faster yeah. than 4G, but not yep. up to 5G speeds. Right. Now 5G, they're marketing. Some of the big carriers are saying they have 5G connections. You go into a big city, the 5G light will light up on your newer phone. Um, and that's great. It is faster than LTE. So it's a better signal than LTE. LTE is better than 4G. It's an incremental steps each time. A uh, little bit of a, a fair warning, though. The 5G that we're getting right now in a lot of places is not true 5G that's been talked about and promised for a while. Um, it is a version of 5G. It is a variant of 5G that is still a good, really good, solid, fast connection. But they are looking at or have been mapping out true 5G in the future where the speeds are going to be pretty incredible off of that to the point where they're going to be rivaling what you could get in a home network in a wired network in a uh, you know a, wi- a wi-fi network a really strong wi-fi network so that's still to come uh, but you are seeing some variations of 5g in some bigger cities now now the reason we bring this up is because it is a factor you need to consider it says how fast you want your connection and uh, data speed to be most of the three big carriers are going to keep up in the game as they can and making it available the fastest they can when it's available. So I don't think it's as much of a, you know, you got to really do your research as much. I mean, these three yeah. are going to give you the speed that they can give you for the, for the price you're going to pay. And um, just know that 5G right now is kind of the consumer level, highest level you can get on a consumer phone. Um, right. But there will still be, a version of 5G, unless they skip over that and just go right to 6G. I'm not sure what the kind of the roadmap is right now, but they're going to keep getting faster. So, yep, yep. And 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 then you may have mentioned it during that long explanation you just had. When yeah, I, yeah, it was pretty when long. They tuned you out, but um, yeah. but I but I know they're starting to move towards. I was just looking a minute ago. So we're, we're with T-Mobile, and I noticed yeah. T-Mobile is starting to push out this home 5G internet. Right. So you would have a device that kind of looks like an Echo, you know, an uh, Amazon mm-hmm. Echo that sits and it basically pulls the 5G signal in your area and then allows you to distribute it in your house. And I yep. think it's, you know, 50 bucks a month or something like that. So it's trying to take over your landline internet service so that you yep. can do those things. And, and if 5G does what it's supposed to do and will eventually do, it will be as good, if not better, than a lot of the home internet that you're already yep. paying for. So, right. you know, what I'm excited about is eventually getting to the point, and I, and I hate big companies taking over, but I like the idea of I would have one data one. service. That's right. And I would have two phones that tap into it, and I'd have a home that tap into it, and it's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. Yes right? and no. Yes, yeah. but keep Ooh. in mind. Um no, you're right. The The prospects of that is exciting. The idea that you could say in the future, if the home 5G network comes about and, and is offered in your area and it, it keeps improving to where you could run all of your home internet needs off of your cell phone service. Yep. yep. That's exciting because I do love the idea of one bill, one vendor, one, one, one relationship to maintain on that. However... Uh, as someone who has had some uh, problems with our cable internet vendor here in the past with uh, lines going down or service going down, I've been very thankful that I had my cell phone service as my backup and I could use a hotspot and now get uh, internet signal throughout my house. 
Yeah. Um, not as good a speed, but at least it was uh, something. So keep in mind, if we do eventually go to a one service and say that's going to be our home internet is using our cell phone signal, you are at the mercy of that network. Now, granted, cell phone networks, I think, are more reliable than like cable networks have been. Right. I, I can't think of the last time the AT&T cell phone network went down. It just went totally down. Yeah, right. but right. Spectrum cable, absolutely, I've had it go down many, many yeah. times over the last couple months. So, so you're luckily, just kind of warning, don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket well, in terms just, of data, right? I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm actually saying I'm more in favor of going with a plan like that if it was available. My concern yeah. is just make sure everybody's aware that you're then putting all your eggs in one basket for yeah. data connection in your house. Gotcha. So that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. No, I think it's still the right thing to do. I, I mean, I get excited about the prospect of it of not having to pay two different companies and having one data line for everything I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that, that's kind of on the horizon. I do think that's going to happen. And I think people will have to make a decision. Do you want to jump into a uh, cell phone plan only for you and your household? And is the speed going to be fast enough? And you've got a device there to kind of share that connection with everybody in the house or, or everybody's own devices are just connecting to it naturally. Um, yeah. Or do you want to keep the, keep them separate, have cell phone on one plan, in your home internet on another. You'll have those options, yeah. I think, yeah. in the future. And Alan, I don't know if you if you mentioned the idea of 5G. 5G does have a different uh, antenna necessary for it, right? So not every yeah, yeah. phone can tap into 5G. So yeah. if you are using, like I have a, a phone that does not connect to 5G, mm-hmm. if you have that and you're wanting to keep your phone, go to a new cell phone plan, and it says, hey, we've got 5G, we have the biggest 5G network, and you're not planning on getting a phone anytime soon, then you're basically paying for something you can't use. Yeah. So just be aware, you know, you want you want the, the place that's going to give you the best service coverage, data usage for the phone that you have or the phone that they're going to give you to yeah. make sure that those two things match up. Um, You're right. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So Alan, I think we've talked about kind of the, I mean, those are the big, the big focus areas, right? That everybody's yeah. doing. And now the other stuff is all kind of these auxiliary accessory sorts of, uh, of ideas, not um, nice features, but maybe not a critical deciding factor for, for you everybody. Right. right. Well, um, one's well, going to be a difference between you and I, which mm-hmm. is how many lines are you going to have on yeah. your account? So, right? You know, all the big providers, I think many years ago started realizing that they need to be offering, you know, kind of like family plans or multi-person plans. I mean, at our office, for example, we, we have a cell phone plan for all of our employees and we even have some of our extended family members on that plan as well. And again, it's kind of like, Oh really? Which you've got extended family members on your plan that, that uh, actually just, you pay for or it's, it's not a good plan, Brian. That's why I didn't uh-huh. offer it to you. Cause mm-hmm. I, I just felt like it was gonna be a step down for you and I didn't want to, you know, no, no, no. no. Now we, I'm starting we to actually, realize why people call you for, for, for tech help as they know they're going to get a free I, cell phone plan at it. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. It's not free. I actually charge them double. I actually make money <laughs> off of their plans. All right. Nice. <laughs> um, no, it's a money maker. It's, like it's, it's, it's helping feed my family. It's what I do. Um, they, charge them for 3G. Nice. If you have multiple people in a household or group that is going to use a, a the same service, you can get a family plan or multi-user plan. Uh, I will say this, that kind of the research shows that four lines is where you start to really get some good value out of it. I have Mm. seen some plans where if you try to get two or three lines, you're not really saving anything. They're just lumping two or three individual lines together 
But if you needed four lines, let's say you have four or five people in your family and everybody needs a cell phone, then yeah, it makes really good sense to go with a family plan. We have a family plan here, my household of four, and it's great. I mean, that that uh, I definitely we see some savings. Um, so it's uh, definitely something to ask about. Um, you know, I think they are try to be pretty restrictive on on if it's a if it's a personal consumer plan, it needs to be members of your family. Yeah, I was going to ask. Um, yeah. I don't think you can go outside your family uh, to add people in. Uh, on a business side, you have a little more flexibility with that because you've got employees and you can get uh, employee spouses and all that in there as well. But um, keep in mind the multiple lines and family lines. Make sure you're exploring that option. Don't don't feel like you've got to have an individual plan for every single person because that that cost yeah. will will build up. The uh, other thing, Brian, I think that I think is ex- kind of interesting, exciting to talk about. And it kind of harkens back to what you were describing a little bit ago about the fact that if you're on so many wireless networks already, Wi-Fi networks at home and at the office, well, a lot of these cell phone plans have a feature or an option for what's called Wi-Fi calling. So, mm-hmm. Brian, what is Wi-Fi calling? What does that mean? Yeah, so that that basically, well, uh, it, it means you're using your Wi-Fi network and your internet to place your call. So yeah. it's using, you know, the, the internet as a way of passing through the, um, the service to be able to place your call. I'll, I'll tell you why this was really, really important for me. <clears throat> and it's not so much where we are now. So where we used to live, which is you know, five miles down the road, um, it's crazy if you looked at, and so here's another <clears throat> thing for people to keep in mind. If you looked at my old house, on a cell phone coverage plan, a coverage map, it was perfectly covered. I like as the dark as you could get, it said within five miles all around you, you're 100% covered. So of course we went with T-Mobile at that point and said, great, you're totally covered. Well, we are covered until the moment you walked inside our house. And inside our house, and I don't know if it's because we were in kind of row houses where we had lots of walls around us, but we had very, very poor service in the house. So I was about, I mean, two days in for the the new service, I was about ready to, to send it back and say, we can't do it because I can't make calls from home, which is sure. probably the only time I really need to make calls. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have Wi-Fi calling, what that means is your phone, as long as you're on your Wi-Fi, which we had perfect Wi-Fi at our house, I can make calls and it was using the Wi-Fi. So I had perfect signal basically to make calls in front in, in my own house because I was on great Wi-Fi. Yeah. So that's one of those things that if you're in a place like I was where you get inside your house, you've got a three-level house or you've got a house that has a lot of brick walls and you realize your cell phone service is bad, make sure you have Wi-Fi calling, which means you can turn your phone and it will use Wi-Fi if that's a stronger signal than your cell signal. And that was a game changer for me. I mean, yeah. that changed everything, right? It, it, yep. it made that service equally as good as any other service because I could get, you know, the the calls made wherever I needed to. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know all three of the services offer Wi-Fi calling. It's something where you just want to check if you are going to move to a plan. That, that is an option, uh, especially yep. like Brian said, if you're in a spot where you have, may have difficulty making calls in a very common spot you're, visit, you're in, your work or your home. Yep. Um but there's a good Wi-Fi network there that you can tap into. Then Wi-Fi yeah. calling allows you to use that, and it's not dependent on your cell phone signal anymore. 
Uh, went from and I think a lot of those now are even cell phone dependent, aren't they, Alan? I think iPhone for a while they're just basically created Wi-Fi calling for yeah, most or at least they or at least they made it more popularized. I don't know if right. they were the right. first to have it, but it became more of a household term. Yep. When the iPhone rolled it out. Now let's so talk about another this. service. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Yeah. I was going to say really, really similar, but almost on the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. is this idea of hotspot. So people may have heard of the term hotspot. Uh, that was something that was promoted by a lot of companies to be a distinguishing factor. It's like, hey, we give you mobile hotspot for X amount of data. And what that really meant was, um, well, two things. I think mobile hotspot was kind of used as a lot of different variations. It used to be hotspots were things like, I could go to a Starbucks and all of a sudden I'm, I can tap into their Wi-Fi easily and because it's a hotspot. But really, when I think of hotspot, I'm thinking of, can I create my own uh, cellular signal or can I create my own signal yeah. um, by being in a certain place, right? Can I create yeah. it via my you know, computer or whatever? So being able to create these things, is that, is that your interpretation of hotspot? No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. With the hotspot, and, and um, tethering is a word that people have used yeah. to, to, to talk about it. The idea is, think about this, is that if you are somewhere where there's no wireless network, there's no Wi-Fi, but you have a cell phone plan. You have a cell yep. phone service. Yep. But you have <clears> other <throat> devices, either other people or devices around you that depend on Wi-Fi. So like, for example, great, great example is my, my life on a daily basis. I have a, a laptop and I have my iPad. Neither of them have cell phone service on them. I mean, right. laptops in general don't right now. My iPad, I did not get the cell phone service on it because for this very reason. So the problem is, is that if I'm somewhere that's not in a Wi-Fi network and I'm trying to use my iPad, it will not connect because there's no wireless network. However, where a hotspot comes in is you can say, I want to take my phone. It's got a great cell phone signal. I'm going to turn on personal hotspot. So now any device right around me could actually use my signal as their kind of quote wireless network. And, um, it, you know, it saves me money having that feature yep. because otherwise I would have had to get a cell phone plan for my iPad, which I thought was yep. just going to be kind of a waste. But the fact of the matter is my iPhone's with me everywhere I go. So as long as it's got a cell phone signal, any of the devices around me can tap into that and use that. So, yeah, and so what's happening there, your cell phone, yeah. your cell phone is taking the signal from cellular yeah. And it's broadcasting it via a shortwave kind of Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth right. sort of thing for your other devices to tap in, right? Yep. And is your service as good? Is your um, signal going to be as uh, effective? It's, it's 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 hit or miss depending on the strength okay. of the signal. I mean, I always expect yeah. it to be a little less powerful than what the signal slower. I would get on my phone naturally. Yep. But I'm okay with that because, again, this is like kind of more of a – if I'm uh, out traveling somewhere and I really want to use my iPad, well, this is the way I would do it. And it yeah. saves me 15 or 20 bucks a month. I would have had to pay to get it added as another, its own cell phone plan to add on to it. Yeah. So, uh, so, it's, so it's probably, yeah, it's probably not something you'll want to take your iPad, connect to your phone and try to stream a lot of high definition data, No, but you, to check your email, to be able oh, to pull yeah. in your emails, it's great, right? So I, yeah. I love it. I think it's 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 something that not all the services will do. I think most of them are doing it now. But do check the fine print on this. This is one of the things I was noticing. They will say, yes, you have personal hotspot capability. And then right underneath it will say up to, 
yeah. you know, certain megabytes. And it's maybe really, say, really low what it can allow you to well, do that. Well, even on a, quote, unlimited plan, a lot of the carriers will treat hotspot data usage separately. Different, yeah. So in other words, they may say, yeah, your your data plan's unlimited. Uh, read the fine print. Hotspot is going to be 40 gigs. So now you may say, oh, that's fine. I don't use that much for hotspots. But just keep in mind, if you turn on a hotspot and you use and you have one or two devices or somebody else near you using it, you're now accumulating all that data from those different devices is funneling yeah. through your phone, through your hotspot. So you're going to see your numbers go up pretty dramatically if you use hotspotting a lot. Yeah. I think it's a great service. It is something easy to turn on and off on your phone. So if you want to make sure you're not using it ever, you turn it off. You knew, you know you're in a situation where you need it, you turn it on. I think it's a critical, for me, it's a critical feature I have to have on a cell phone plan. And luckily, it's become pretty standard with most all the plans uh, I'm aware of. Yeah. But So Wi-Fi calling and hotspot tethering, it's two different sides of the coin, like you said. But both are, I feel like, very, very important nowadays. It's a feature that are basically becoming standard on a lot of these cell phone plans. Yeah. Well, and they both will save you money. They'll both just save you yep. money if you yep. can, you know, utilize them effectively. You just need so. to know how to use them right. That's the key right. is that you need to understand right. what they do and make sure you're using them the right way. Now, Brian, there's a lot of little other just extra things that, you know, cell phone plans could provide uh, that kind of make the, the package a little more enticing. Um, yep. I know one that we've got listed here that I I do have turned on is scam uh, call filtering or yeah. kind of uh, call yep. monitoring. AT&T mm-hmm. has that service where it will you install an app on your phone and it will basically watch the calls coming in and it will do some automatic either blocking of ones that it knows for a fact are telemarketing or scam calls and, um, or at least flag them more visibly when they do come through as to what they may be. And that's great. I mean, I think, you know, I'm not paying anything extra for that. That's just a a service that came with the plan. A lot of them are offering that, but, uh, it's very helpful yeah. to not feel like I've got to answer the phone every time I see a number pop up. I get a lot more feedback on, you know, if it says telemarketer, I'm like, okay, yeah, so this is a, I, I yeah. don't need to answer this call. So, uh, no, and I think that's something a lot of them are doing a better job of. Of course, I think they yeah. need to do an even better job because I keep getting, hearing that my, you know, car warranty is, is ending. Um, Yours too? So oh, hopefully they'll, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, wow. right? It's like ours are different That's so odd how everybody I are. know's car's <laughs> warranty is ending at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and one thing I, I would say for people to do be aware of, if you're, if you're down, let's say that you, we've gone through everything so far, coverage, data usage, maybe you're doing unlimited data, maybe you're doing 5G, you're doing the same amount of lines, you're doing Wi-Fi calling, hotspot, Everything's the same across those three, maybe with a little variation of price. What potentially is going to be the deciding factor, and this is where some of the extras come in. Some of them now are offering, you know, if you if you are, you know, on this particular plan, you get uh, Disney Plus for free uh, per month. You get Netflix for free per month. And then when you start to really think about what you're already paying, so this is this is my big thing now is I'm looking, if I'm going to change cell phone plans, I'm going to only go to one that's actually going to offer me something I already subscribe to, like mm-hmm. Netflix. Yeah. Because if that saves me, you know, well, it's $13 a month, but if that saves me the, you know, $5 difference between the two and it makes it swing that way, sure. then it's great. So, so be, you know, be looking at that and realize there may be limitations. It may say you have a certain... I had someone the other day that said, oh, I get Hulu if I go with this one. I'll get a Hulu 
account. And so I'll be able to watch all the live TV and everything like that. Well, there's different levels of those services, right? Like the, the Hulu versus Hulu live. So do, do your research, you know, but if it's something you're already subscribing to and you could cut that subscription because you're getting it free with your cell service, I think that's fantastic. So, Hey, part of the reason I started using AT&T and switched unlimited uh, years ago was because they, they offered uh, HBO, um, online HBO with it. And it's something we were already paying for. And I said, well, heck, I don't have to pay that anymore. Um, it was great. Um, but just a word to the wise, um, sometimes those, those, those offerings expire <laughs> yeah. and it's a little shocking when, uh, you, you know, you get your bill in, you're like, what I'm now paying, you know, X number of dollars for HBO. And after yeah. a nice, uh, angry, frustrated call to AT&T, I was pointed in the direction of the fine print that said, yes, this ex- offer will <laughs> expire at some point in the future. And it did. So just, you know, don't get too attached to some of those promotions, but if it makes the difference on whether or not you go with one company or another, and you can save some money in the process, Absolutely. But I agree with you. Too many people I've seen will just jump on and say, oh, now I get Netflix. Well, you didn't have Netflix before. You didn't need Netflix. You're still paying for Netflix by paying your cell phone plan. So just don't get too roped in. It's just like any sales job. They're going to make it really enticing. Really do do your research and see if there's a a, a discount or a, a promotion you can take advantage of. Right. That will actually save you your current money right now. So. And and my my tip at this point, it used to be unlimited data, and it probably still is for now. But the other tip I have is do not lock yourself into contracts. Mm-hmm. So, and and I don't say contracts as in the cell phone contract, but let's say that um, as we talked about before, oh, I get this phone, but I'm going to be paying this phone for the next 24 months, even though I don't have, really have a contract. The cell phone service. The reason I say that is because if you don't do the contract with someone, or you don't get locked into a service. There are so many promotions that if you're willing every six months to change your cell phone plan and keep your number, switch over to the other one that's going to give you HBO for the next six months and the other one's going to give you this for six months. If you're willing to not lock yourself in and know that you can keep your cell phone number, which, by the way, is an amazing advancement, right? The fact that you can keep your number with you. You remember the days where you could switch your numbers. Yeah. Man, when they had that, they had you. They had you locked in. Nobody wanted to change your number, right? Yeah. Um, But the the beauty of that is I, I just would not lock myself into anything that I couldn't, you know, negotiate and switch over to another plan uh, pretty easily. So that's a good point. Um, I will say this too. Um, So yeah. So yeah, those extras, it's important. Just look at the whole package. I mean, it's just like, you know, buying anything. You just really want to look at all your options, look at all the choices, look at all your features and benefits. And just, uh, the good news is that the three major national carriers, you're not going to get tons of variation between right. them. I don't think it's not like they're completely different types of companies. They all operate fairly, fairly similarly, similar service, similar products, similar features, maybe some variation. You hear horror stories from one or the other, but uh, you're well, not you, going to go, you're not going to go wrong with either of the three, no, no. you know, where you made a horrible choice and now you've got this horrible service uh, that you can't, work with well now, but and Brian, Alan, i would say if, if people disagree with that or people are scared and saying oh no no i know one is better than the other if that was the case they would not be offering all these extras to try to sway yeah. you one way or the other right. the extras are really the one major thing now that said someone does google someone does t-mobile or someone does yeah. apple tv plus someone does if disney 
that's, that's, that's the only reason right they're right distinguishing right now. So yeah, go ahead. But Brian, as we're recording this, uh, I, I'm getting pinged by a lot of, a lot of people <laughs> with questions, a lot of comments being made, which really is, which is really shocking because we're not even doing this live. We, I don't know how they're recording this, but <laughs> I don't even know what they're, I don't know how they know what we're Are saying. They in the next room? What's happening? I guess I maybe, know. maybe it's my family like next door, like hearing <laughs> through the wall, be like, what about this? I'm getting texts at a lot of people asking, well, what about a, what about companies like Cricket and Boost Mobile oh, yeah. and Straight Talk yeah. and all that? You've never mentioned any of them. You've only talked about Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. And um, yeah, you're right. So there are a lot of other companies that are reselling cell phone service. Okay, let's be very yep. clear about that. These are resellers. These are taking the data networks from Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T and taking their signals and reselling them. Yep. So they don't have their own data uh, towers. They don't have their own cell phone towers anywhere. They don't have their own network. They are piggybacking off of existing networks and reselling it. Now, the good news is, is that when you when you sign up with one of these resellers, you are getting access to whatever network they are tapped into. So you're yep. getting the same network. If you are with somebody that uses the AT&T towers, Great, you're you're on the AT and T network, so you get all the. So the coverage, the coverage map is the coverage same. is good. Coverage is right. fine, uh, and generally, going through a reseller, one of these smaller companies, is going to be uh, cheaper. You're going to pay yep. less. Yep. Um, so then, why why would you not consider using them? Well, there's a couple couple things to keep in mind. Um, the uh, they don't typically offer like new plans, uh, payment plans on phones, like brand new phones. You know, Apple releases the new iPhone. You're typically not going to get a Cricket or Boost Mobile or one of these resellers to set you up with a payment plan to get a brand new phone and roll it into your service. That's mm-hmm. typically done just at the AT&T, Verizon level um, type of uh, interactions. But to me, the most important thing to keep in mind is when these larger networks have any peak time, uh, meaning their data use is at a high peak level, and that may be some situations where sometimes they have to slow down some users because just so much data is being used on their network. These resellers are more than likely going to be the first ones to be restricted or slowed down or throttled in some way, shape or form. So just some things to keep in mind. I'm not saying that you should not look at some of these resellers. I think there's some great, uh, they have great deals and promotions and pricing is much better in most cases. Just know that if you're wanting to use a, a service where you can also go ahead and do a payment plan on a new phone, like you were describing, Brian, you want to get the new iPhone and you want to pay for it over 18, 24 months. You're not going to be able to do that with a lot of these resellers. Um, And if you want the best service possible on the network, uh, you may have some hiccups with a reseller possible. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say in theory, that's, that's the way they're set up, but Hey, I've heard some really great success stories with a lot of people using some of the resellers. So, um, if new phones are not your need or you've got a phone you're going to bring to the reseller uh, with you, then yeah, absolutely. Take a look at these plans and see what they have to offer and evaluate yeah, them the yeah. same way. Well, Alan, let me give you a, let me give you a real world example of that, or at least uh, yeah. the data with it, because I've looked into this recently. Some of you may have heard of Mint Mobile, which uh, I think Alan, you mentioned reading that it was like the fastest growing yeah. Of these resellers, right, that is out well, there. Um, they've actually got big national advertising campaigns. I mean, that's the right. one Ryan Reynolds does all the ads for now. So, you know. And he's, yeah. a, he's a part owner. He's a part owner. Yeah. So he seems to be owning everything these days. Mm-hmm. But um, to Mint Mobile, so I've looked into Mint Mobile and I've actually 
strongly considered it. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll just give you a, an actual apples to apples comparison. So I'm with T-Mobile. Okay. My wife and I pay $100 even per month together, right? So $50 each and it is all inclusive, unlimited, blah, 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 right? Okay. Well, Mint Mobile, I was looking into it, is $15 a month per line. So together, we would be saving about $70 a month. However, that lowest level is going to be data capped. Okay. So okay. the data cap is, I can't remember if it's a two or three gigabyte data cap. The next level up like 20 bucks a month. So that would be together saving, you know, a $60. That's about a five gigabyte data cap for each. And that's pretty close to what my wife and I would use anyway. Right, it's nothing like your 200 gigabytes you use. But <laughs> I was gonna say, what, what's the 240 gigabyte plan that they have? So, so that one actually, you're going to be increasing your plan per month. Yeah. Um, but so they use Verizon towers. So therefore, and Verizon is fairly well known as having very good, you know, coverage. Mm-hmm. Right, coverage towers. Um, but they've got these data caps, and they're one of these companies, as I mentioned earlier, that even though they say a data cap, it doesn't mean a data stop. It's a once you reach your cap. You don't pay any more. You don't actually pay extra for data. That's another thing to keep in mind. A lot of these companies will say you have a two gigabyte data cap and then every gigabyte over that you pay X amount. So you can use it, right? And we're not going to cut you off. It's just you're going to be paying. This one does not charge you any more, but it does throttle. It throttles you after that, right? So if you use it up in the first two weeks, you get throttled. However, you know, it allows you to then switch your plan and go to the different plan that makes sure that you get covered. But See, the interesting part about it, it is kind of a pay-as-you-go. You can sign up. You can get a good deal for like six months, and then you're paying a certain amount. A uh, lot cheaper. Uh, the uh, uh, service coverage is good. Uh, I'm The reason I started to look at something like this was, as I mentioned, I spend 90% of my time either in the office or mm-hmm. at home, and I have good yeah. Wi-Fi in both places. So if I'm going to start to get to the point where I'm not really using data outside of that, if the only traveling we do is on interstate traveling, that areas that are highly, you know, uh, the good good cell phone uh, uh, coverage, that it might be a decent uh, piece. Now, the problems, as you mentioned, is they're the first ones to get kicked off. If I'm in a if I'm in a highly populated area, sure, I have a good signal, but if everybody is on their phone in that highly populated area. I may be the one getting kicked off first, right? Or the one that's going to be throttled down first because of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, there are some 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 gambles. I will mention one quick thing, and this I think they do with a lot of these services now. This is the first time I'd experienced this, but everybody knows that the, the way you get your cell phone signal is by a SIM card, right? The SIM card. A lot of times you start a new service and they say, hey, I'm sending you a SIM card, pop it into your iPhone, and it means you now switch over to our service right you got mm-hmm. your same cell phone but you're switching to our service it is the card well, that basically it connects your your phone's antenna to their network and yeah. registers you as a user on their network it's so like your yeah, certificate it, right your mm-hmm. t- certificate to join that network right, right. <clears throat> well mint mobile and i'm sure all these others will do this as well is if you went to mint mobile and said hey I, i'm interested in trying your service uh, instead of sending you a SIM card, which they'll do, you can say, send me a SIM card and I want to try it out for X number of days. They'll actually allow, they have a pretty cool service. If you download their app, they'll allow you to try the eSIM, which means it's a digital version of the SIM card. So what you can do is you can say through this app, let's turn on the eSIM card, which basically turns your phone into a mint mobile phone. 
because it's going to then connect short term wise to mm-hmm. these um, to the to the Mint Mobile uh, networks. And so just by a toggle switch, you can say, switch me to Mint Mobile. Let me go about my day and I'm going to keep looking at my phone to see how my cell service is as I go through all my places and realize whether or not my service is good. Mm-hmm. So it allows you to actually, when they say you get a seven-day trial, that's a really cool thing to say, I'm going to switch over for seven days and just see if I like the service. If I don't yeah. like the service, if it's not good, or if I got you know, on my way to work, I lose my service or signal, well, then you know not to do it, right? And you're not really locked in. So, I, I so love look, for, look that, for things that have an eSIM. I think that's really, yeah. really cool. Well, I love that, that those offerings are available because that was always yep. the biggest kind of fear years ago of, the idea of the prospect of changing to another carriers, the biggest fear is going to be all of a sudden I went and signed up and now I'm on this new network and I go and <laughs> on my way back home and I don't have good signal or I, I'm not covered in certain areas I need to be. So uh, being able to test that out and just kind of see the reliability of the network ahead of time with that eSIM is a really, really cool idea. So I like that a lot. Wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah. man, Mint Mobile is interesting. I mean, again, a lot of these resellers are, they're doing good work and they're, they're providing good services. So it's just a matter really of, you know, if you feel comfortable using a, a reseller, knowing you're not on the, the, the front line of the main network of those three big providers. Uh, and you may or may not get all the features that kind of the bigger three networks can provide. Um, and again, you need to bring your own phone or at least buy one of the phones they have yeah. on stock, which are generally not going to be the newest phones. And they're definitely not going to have like really nice, payment plans for those as well. So, um, but yeah, but still a really good option. Good option to consider. Well, Brian, that's, that's cell phones where we are these days. You know, I I was just going to say, this is actually not bad. This is not a bad episode, Brian. So wow, who came up with this episode? Yeah, it was my topic. So no, you're you're welcome. I I was the one who said champion pretty hard. I'm like, look, this is this is what we're all needing to be talking about these days. Um, Oh yes, this is good. This is good information. I I think what's interesting, Brian, about the whole cell phones plans, and I think we we talked about both of these options that are going to be available in the future. Is I think one of two two things is going to happen for any person. (laughs) You're going to have choices to make in the coming years. You either go the route of saying, I want to scale down my cell phone service and get a much smaller limited plan because, again, all of my usage, I'm on a Wi-Fi network already. I don't need data cell plan. Maybe even to the point of saying I don't need a cell plan at all because pretty much everywhere I would ever be is on a Wi-Fi network. That's one path. The other path is the cell phone service gets so fast with the expanded 5G network and home networking where you say that's the only thing I use for internet is yep. my cell phone and yep. I get the best plan I can get and I cancel my cable or whatever else internet I've got currently. So either of those options are good. <laughs> either of those options yep. mean yep. you're saving money or you're, you're, you're being more realistic with what you need. Um, personally, I love the idea of doing everything off of a really great, robust cell phone plan that can power my whole house, do all my streaming and I pay one one company a month. I love yeah. that option. Yeah, yep. um, I do too. But I think I think that's the thing is I I don't think I don't think status quo that we've had the last several years is going to be in place in the coming years. I think we're going right. to look at one of those two divergent avenues for people uh, to make choices yeah. on. So, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's what we're seeing, right? We're seeing okay. the internet companies putting fiber out to try to reach everyone. Mm-hmm because they can get a more reliable connection to you if they can get a wire to you. 
Yep. Whereas the cell phone companies are saying, no, we want more towers out to do a wireless signal to you from these towers so that we can cover everywhere. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about you, you know, leaving your house and all of that. I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting battle that's going on between them. And, and as long as both will continue to fight, we'll get good prices. Then we when as they consumers stop, get to yeah, benefit from it. Yeah. When they stop fighting, which means one of them gives <laughs> we're up. We're in trouble. Yeah. We're in trouble, right? Which is yeah. quite honestly, it's exactly what's happened with cable oh, and yeah. streaming, right? When we went streaming early on, it was we were going to save money. Now, all of a sudden, streaming knows they have us and they're taking over. And all of a sudden, we're right back up to what we're paying with cable when we add all these things together. So, yeah. unfortunately, you, you just got to be nimble, be ready to be to, to switch. Um, luckily, our cell phone numbers are going to stay with us. I don't think that's ever going to go away. Yeah. You can switch from one to the other. Um, and I think you're going to find more of the big dogs combining together to just change their network to take over the world. And and I think that if you're ready to, you know, be nimble, use Wi-Fi when it's available, if it's free, you know, take advantage of the options that you're already paying for, I think is is uh, is the smart way to go. So I agree. Um, it's great. All right. Well, that is mobile or cellular data plans and data or uh, cell phone plans and usage. And uh, again, a topic I did not expect that we'd uh, spend an hour and um, hour yeah, 15 talking about, but uh, lo and behold, we did. And uh, <laughs> good information. Great research, Brian. Thank you for doing all yeah, that. Welcome. So, You're welcome. And I, good job to me, Alan, for reading Brian's research. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I, mean, I should have said yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I that's what I was waiting that. for. That's what I was waiting mm-hmm. for. All right, Brian, if anybody wants to chime in on this conversation, uh, especially if we're talking predictions of where we think we're going to go with, with cell phone usage in the future. Love to hear from some people. How can they reach out to us to do that? Yeah, send us a, send us an email at info at the mesh.tv. Uh, that's info at the mesh.tv. As Alan said, give us, uh, give us your thoughts on cell phone plans or on, you know, strategies that you have of saving money, finding better signals. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on that. Um, or if you have any other incredibly riveting uh, uh, ideas for, uh, for topics for the future, um, please let us know that because we uh, are always looking for ideas of what to uh, what to talk about next. So yeah. info at the mesh.tv. Yep. Next week, we'll be talking about photocopiers. We still call them the Xerox machines. Um, <laughs> I still I'm still bottling up my fax machine episode. I know I recommended a fax service one time, but I've got a whole fax machine episode queued up and ready to go at a moment yeah to let's you just let me know when we're ready wait to get on that, that. let's okay. wait on that so that people really really are wanting it and <laughs> that'd be great we just gotta build up a lot of anticipation for it as well. right right yeah mm-hmm. all right well thanks everybody right. for listening to brothers in tech here on the mesh.tv alan jackson brian jackson with you here take care we will talk to you next time thanks bye-bye You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.